Welcome to Low Standards and Poor. It's Saturday, November 26th, 8 time. Thanks for listening. We're broadcasting just outside of Detroit Rock City, one of the best cities in the world. You're listening to House of Pain. Jump around. Big Ten is one of the most legendary college football conferences. For Big Ten fans, eventually goes beyond the football field. Iowa State Buckeyes have Brutus and their band. Iowa Hawkeyes have a pink locker room for visitors, and Penn State has its whiteouts. Big Ten may be full of tradition, but Wisconsin football has the most famous tradition of all. You'll hear this song at the beginning of every fourth quarter during their football games. Let's give a little shout out to uh, yeah, let's give a little shout out to Michigan beating Ohio State today. Uh, something that I think um, not everybody expected, but if you watch the game, it was a great game, and uh, look forward to the rivalry next year. Too bad, Ohio State. You suck. Anyways, we love you, Ohio. But, uh, great rivalry. So, Let's put on there, Carpe. <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, uh, in that game, who were you rooting for? <laughs> <laughs> Did you happen to watch the game or no? Um. My Probably. father-in-law, my father-in-law was watching it, and I visited. I was visiting him for about twenty minutes or less. And it I'll was take that as a background. no. So the answer to that question is not no. No, I, didn't, but I heard it was I good. Yeah, I, I didn't think you were much of a college football fan. You might be, but you don't talk about it too much. But it's, it's really not, the only thing that I watch that I really care about. But uh, one of the greatest rivalries in uh, NCAA football. Um, yeah. It, it, it was a great – I, I honestly thought Michigan was going to get their ass handed to them, but they freaking pulled it out and ended up being a great game, and they've beat Ohio State two years in a row. So uh, let's go good, blue. Good yeah. for them. Hooray. Yeah, me and my, me and my mom watched them. So, yeah. But, uh, oh, you were at mom's watching it? Yeah, yeah, taking care of her, making sure she's all nice and comfortable. But uh, how was your uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh man, it was great. Just relaxation. Yeah, yeah we. Um, it was. Uh, how do I put it? Um, yesterday. <laughs> so I'm like completely discombobulated. Um, yeah, my my middle one was working on Thanksgiving, so she didn't get home until uh, Thursday night from college so um we because she works in the hospital we um we decided we would just you know do friday as our thanksgiving yeah why not yeah what you know what the hell i actually had friday off which was uh first in a lifetime yeah after thanks you know but um it worked out really nice um and how is it was that? one of those go ahead oh go ahead well, no i was just gonna, gonna ask you how's everything going at the at the job at the job you guys uh, slowing really down good. a they, bit, or is it still kind of clipping along? Or oh, it's been slow, but uh, yeah. I've been given I've been given a new assignment. Um, I'm now part of the appraisal escalation review team. Gotcha. So, so when an appraisal looks, yeah, exactly. When an appraisal looks funky, 
for those of you who don't know, appraisal is what they do when they come out to your house and they give it a value and then it tells the lender how much they can loan uh, based on the value of the house. And so when the appraisal looks a little funky, then they escalate it to me or this other gal. We're kind of a team. And uh, we try and make everything work right. It's it's really just kind of a whole new process they're doing. So it's a lot of fun trying to figure out yeah, what we're probably, doing. Probably a little bit different than it was uh, 10 years ago, eh? where you mm-hmm. just pick your appraiser and say, you know what, I need another 5000 out of that. Can you uh, go back and relook at that appraisal? Yeah, the uh, Federal Trade Commission is having issues with that, yeah. What's that? The Federal Trade Commission is having issues yeah. with that. You know, I... Yeah, you're not we, supposed to do that anymore. Yeah, when I worked for one of the big uh, big mortgage companies here in uh, South, southeastern Michigan, we, uh, we had a little seminar um, on fraud, and they said that mortgage fraud, um, 80% of all mortgage fraud happens in the Midwest. And that's because people are so transient and, you know, uh, business owners and, and stuff like that. So it was pretty interesting. That was years ago, but um, pretty interesting nonetheless. Yeah. And I, I researched mortgage fraud for a couple of years back before I met you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm aware of it. You know, I'm, I'm with you, man. I bet you are. Okay, so, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, with, I'll go. Shit. So what do we got? What do we got in store today? We uh, we, we kind of threw this thing together. A um, couple of ideas and uh, some. Uh, well, it, it it was really just kind of based on. Uh, so you know, obviously Thursday was Thanksgiving, and we normally do our show Thursday, so we didn't do it because um, you were having turkey with your mama, um, and I was. Uh, incapacitated, um, yeah, which is you know usual for a Thursday night anyway. But um, sure. then you know it was like, well, Friday's not going to work because we're doing Thanksgiving Friday and today is Saturday, so let's do it today. And really, it's been one of those things where it's been you've been sending me texts all week of all these cool tunes, and I've had a chance to listen to a couple of them uh, while I was at work, and I listened to the last one or two uh, today before the show. And uh, I wanted to share those songs, the, the, sh- the stuff that you shared with me, I wanted to share with the four people who are not really related to us who might actually listen. Yeah. Um, so, Carp and I, so, you know, we, we, we run this show. We don't really do a whole lot of research. It's live. It's unedited. It's uh, not researched, but what it, it is for about... <laughs> and it's un- unhealthy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's unhealthy. It's not recommended. And uh, <laughs> we pay our attorneys a lot of money for uh, copyright protection, whatever. Um, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. What we do uh, quite a bit is we kind of bounce music back and forth with each other. Um, certain things that we hear come across between mm-hmm. Spotify, YouTube, um, just general listening. And we try to create a podcast about it. And uh, that sounds like what's going to be today. Well, and it's more your research because you're the one who sends me stuff and I'm the one who listens to it and goes. Well, you didn't have oh, to say really that. Actually- well, but more. yeah, it's more of a one-way street. Folks, <laughs> the one who does the most work in this thing is definitely Eric. Um, <laughs> What's I just, up, Pink I just, I just pull some tunes together and s- spin the records, you know, put the needle on the record, put the needle on the record, and the drum record. beat goes like this. Yeah. <laughs> Mars oh, needs oh. women. Um, anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I, and I actually came across a couple as, through my 
uh, searchings and diggings uh, this week. I came across a couple that we we're just going to have a fun, like, hey, listen to this. Tell us what you think kind of thing. And the first one you had was this low. I could li- um, lullaby. Yeah. And for a second, I thought it was a remake of the Cure's lullaby because it's got that kind of Cure feel to it. It's real slow and melodic. That wet kind of, yeah, almost yeah, bass sound. Yeah. Yeah, like a semi-sloppy guitar kind of, what did you say, like a wet guitar? Yeah, like a wet bass, a wet guitar, kind of that deep kind of, you know, mm-hmm. loose string kind of, you know, that's kind of what I thought about when I heard it. It's, you know, anytime I hear something yeah. I think that you might be interested in that's unique, I say over to you. Yeah, well, and you've been hitting pretty well. Because um, this one you hit out of the park, that Moon Duo will come up to. Um, I had heard something by them before. I think you had sent me something. But, it's um, possible. Yeah, but I mean, you, you, the stuff that you sent this time was all pretty rock. Well, I wouldn't say rocking, but um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I got into a little bit of a, a, a rhythm there, and I, I kept hearing some cool music, so I kept sending it over to you. And I do that to kind of timestamp things, like you go yeah. back and listen and, and kind of figure out what the music's all about and maybe where they came from, the story behind it. Um, mm. That sounds like um, research. That sounds like work. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the, probably the five or ten minutes I put into it, but... Um, right. When I listen to this song, I, you know, I kind of, I, I hear like War Paint, I hear Mazzy yeah. Star, um, yeah. I hear a little um, bit of like Cat Power, um, yeah. maybe even like Portis had a little bit, just that dark kind of melancholy, kind of fall yeah. back in your couch, put a, burn a couple just, candles kind of music, you know? Just sink in and relax and... Let your brain get loose. Yeah, exactly. And this one's uh, this one's really slow. It's what nine minutes? It's yeah. It's like nine and a half minutes of this. It, yeah, it jumps up and down a little here and there. But um, just I picked up low off um, a documentary that I was watching on YouTube, um, and this is one of the ones that uh, they were touching on. But it says. Lowe's an American indie rock band from Duluth, Minnesota, formed by oh, yeah, formed in 1993 by Alan Sparhawk and me. Okay. Uh, the band was a trio, 1993 to 2020, having featured four bassists. Parker was a member from its formation until her death in 2022. Ooh. But that's what he was talking about. He's like, you guys got to okay. really listen to this. It's a great band. I, I think... Um, can't remember if they said they were brother and sister or if they just had been together for a long time, but okay. she unfortunately passed away from cancer, I believe. Oh, but um, one, yeah, I want to give a little shout out. Uh, it really seemed like some cool music and uh, stuff. It, it, and it really is just like you said. It's one of those just put it on the background. That you can, I could, I could cook to this. I could, you know do dishes you know just you know do kitchen work or just you know just relax and just have this playing in the background well if and, i had but, kids if i had kids i would make them do this dishes. again but, this again <laughs> again with this again. you know I, I was talking i was talking to a friend of mine 
And she uh-huh. goes, um, I go, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm driving my son to a bar in the Plymouth area. And I'm like, really? Uh-huh. Like, well, I'm going to go by. I'm going to go back and pick him up later on at night. And I'm like, what? Like, my mom and dad told me if I'm going to the bar, if you get pulled over, don't call us. You're on your own. You know, <laughs> and here you, I got a friend driving up, driving their son to a bar and picking him up in the middle of the night. It's like, man, well, how nice that's, that is. Uh, that's... <laughs> That was the 80s for us, man. It's a lot different back then. A lot different. Yeah, I, I can't really criticize too much because I don't have a family. But if I did, I don't it's, know if I'd drop them off yeah, and pick them up at you, a bar. <laughs> if you did, it would be different. It just would be different. I'm just yeah. saying, man. So this is no Lull, uh, Lullaby, and this looks to be off of the album I Could Live in Hope. Yeah, so um, the music of Lull is characterized by slow tempo tempos and a minimalistic arrangement. Early description yeah. sometimes referred to it as rock subgenre called slowcore, often compared to the band Bedhead, which I've never heard oh, of. nearby. Who played this style during the early 1990s, which, you know, kind of, kind of, Parlay is up okay. against, like, you know, the cure this, and, and the church. This, part, this part here feels a little bit like a very simple slow dive. Yeah. Remember the band yeah. Slow Dive? Yeah, yeah I do and I more, don't. Uh, I know we've played them. I know that you're probably more yeah. familiar with them than I am. But, but slow dive um, is like this, but more instruments, more complex. This is just simple, uh, easy not easy to play but simple and easy to listen to just like there's it doesn't fill your brain with much right right. you know it allows for other thoughts to go through there while you're listening yeah Yeah, so that was low lullaby i kind of like that one that was a good one. yeah i thought maybe you would you know it just had that the cure kind of feel to it you know yeah um and you can't really there's not much to criticize you kind of just take it for what it is Right. And so they were totally changing gears, going right into Moon Duo. And this is a completely different type of sound, but um, I caught this one while I was working. You sent it to me, uh, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday. And I'm like, I put it on and I think I played it like four times in a row. And then it started playing other Moon Duo songs. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And I just listened to them for like an hour. It just kept playing like, bunch of songs off of a couple of their albums um tell me about moon duo this song you know, is the that, death set yeah i'm not trying much on it but moon duo is a psychedelic rock band from san francisco um mm-hmm. formed in 2009 by wooden ship guitarist ripley johnson and yamada oh yeah uh the band styles inspired by Psychedelic rock combining repetitive rhythms and saturated guitars. Their influences include Alan Vega of Suicide, Spaceman 3, and Silver Apple. Band's seventh huh. full-length album, uh, album, Stars Are the Light, was released on September 27, 2019. So we'll have to go back and research um, Alan Vega of Suicide, Spaceman 3, and Silver Apple. You're going to make me write this down, aren't you? 
Um, kind of. We've got Louisiana? one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We've got ten albums since 2010. Oh, wow. Yeah. We've been busy. They have. This is Moon, Moon Duo with that, that many albums? Yep. That's what that. I'm reading. I'm reading all this off Wikipedia. Well, so Wikipedia is again, you know, the lord and master well, of all of the course. great information. It's all correct, right? It's absolutely correct. Nothing ever at least, Wikipedia. Yeah, it'll give you a good snapshot of what they're about, where they came from. And, yeah. um, and the internet's never wrong, so. No, it's never wrong. Right. <laughs> um, so what, what? what's this one? Like, um, okay, what, what, song, what song are you playing by Moon Duo? The Death Set. That's the one you sent me. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, and all this, I've picked up all all these leads that I have of new music. And when I say new music, I'm just saying stuff you hear on the radio, stuff you don't ordinarily hear, maybe in a movie or anywhere else. It's all stuff off Spotify that I pretty much... Um, pretty much married to but this is kind of what creates our podcast um now when you God, listen to find some you know familiar people that you know um when you when you place your 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 spotify is um you've been with spotify for a couple of years now right yeah and so yep. it's developed what it knows what you like and yep. it will it'll generate stuff that if you like this then you might like this Exactly. And that's where you're getting this. If if you like that one, then you might like this one. And it's the if you might like this one ones that we were playing, right? Right. So both El Carpe and I are, are you know the Cure, Pixies, Replacements, REM, um, Rockneyville, what other ones that are really kind of familiar? Joy with. Division, New Order. But, yep. Uh, so when I keep listening to all these songs, the jam. It, yeah, it'll it'll kind of give me suggestions or it'll populate bands that are very similar and that's how we come up with our podcast and it's just yeah. nice to be able to get these bands out there that you wouldn't ordinarily hear and right. uh get some spin time on you know look up spotify join spotify and uh enjoy these songs so or whatever other musical type thing that you can get that plays the music you like but then don't be afraid to, to venture out with something else and go, wow, that's interesting, you know, because there's always something else interesting out there. Right. Um, so this is, like I said, Moon Duo. This is the death set. I sent this one over to me on Tuesday. And like I said, I listened to Moon Duo for like an hour and a half at work. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah they have a good sound. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's, it, you know, I, I think... Um, it, it, it's, um, it's, it's kind of music that kind of allows you to kind of think and, you know. It's almost like a, a modern Pink Floyd. Yeah, it's not overproduced. Yeah. It kind of is what it is. Hey, the, the Jonah Morning Show joined us. Who? The Jonah Morning What's Show. What's up, Jonah Morning, Jonah Morning Podcast? Yes. How are you doing? Thanks for you stopping by. You lost Pink Squirrel. Well, we lose a lot of people. Yeah, that's know, all right. It's us. <laughs> what do you expect? Um, so that was Moon Duo, the death set, and uh, that'll go on for another minute and a half. It's pretty cool. Um, 
I was going to give you this. I just got out of the shower. Yeah. Can I borrow your towel for a sec? My car just did a water bump blow. Um, so I had to share that with you because I had that feeling. Um, we should probably do the thing where I talk about the stuff. With, yeah, uh, once you, uh, yeah, make that James clear. James Walker, Statler, and Waldorf provide us the following disclaimer. Listen to your risk, moderately insane, expressed by the host of rational human beings. We're idiots. That's you and me. Someone's telling us because it's whatever. This program's an endorsement of team, committee, group, band, organization, or tribe. Nobody got hurt when we made it, and we're just check with your doctor before you listen. So that was me half-assing the disclaimer because I just didn't feel like reading the whole thing today. And I know yeah, you, give no, me a hard I, time. you give me a hard time about it. It's too long. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I, the uh, law office. That's what happens when you eat too much green bean casserole. No, no you kidding. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> it just ruins, it wrecks you. But no, the law offices, James Walker Statler and Waldorf thought that was pretty good that I cut it short for you. So um, anyway, that's that's that. Um, you had, um, this was, tell me about raising Appalachia. I knew you were going to go to that one. Hold on one second. I was on Grizzly Bear and let's hmm. do. I can go to Grizzly Bear. Raising... Either one. You 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 pick. Um, well, I had I had all fly away picked out for raising Appalachia, but well, yeah, let it song. rip. Yeah, let it rip. Well, it's a weird song. I thought maybe there might be a different one. There's like a crap ton of them. Raising Appalachia is no. You know, I, I found this band again from YouTube, flipping through um, one night, kind of just kind of searching for new bands and stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, Bill and I have done this uh, podcast. And we, we uh, kind of, um, we did a little documentary on playing for change. And this one kind of felt like it kind of parlayed, I guess, or kind of went along with playing for change. It kind of reminded me. So this is um, from their NPR Tiny Desk concert. Okay. It's two chickies. Yeah. So it says Rising Appalachians, an American Appalachian folk music group led by multi instrument sisters Leah Song and Chloe Smith. Leah also performs as a solo artist based between Atlanta, New Orleans, Asheville area of North Carolina. Sisters work with an array of international musicians, and the band incorporates everything from simple harmonics with banjos and fiddles to a wide variety of drums, uh, kalimbas, beatbox, uh, djembe, galafon, congas, gurdorito, uh, I can't even pronounce half these words, habla spoons, <laughs> washboard creating a full mix of world folk and soul music. Kind of reminds me of Dead Can Dance a little bit, only because of how cultural they are, you know? Yeah. Kind of more of a world-type band, you know? They got, yeah, they got a, a certain feel to them. Now, the uh, she's one's playing a banjo, and the other's playing the, um, what appears to be like a traditional Irish drum. Yeah, I believe so. You know, that, so. that big drum that you just just hold in your hand and you 
either hit it with your thumb. She's got a stick. But yeah. um, it's it's just simple. No, they got good, uh, good, innocent sound. You know, I said can't overproduce a couple of them um, because uh, in the early days, the sisters busked in the French Quarter of New Orleans and elsewhere. They began to find their own natural implication of Appalachian music that brought together folk, soul, hip hop, classical, southern gospel, and other styles based on their upbringing on traditional Appalachian string band music as well as their exposure to urban music like hip-hop, jazz, the influence of roots music and world music of all kinds, which they experienced during the worldwide travels. They released their second album, Scaled Down, in 2007. Interesting. So it's hard to criticize song. something as beautiful as, as, as these girls are. Um, again, yeah. it's not overproduced. It doesn't need to be produced. It's simple music. And um, it is what it is. It's yeah, nice melodies. This one has more band members playing. Um, still from the NPR Tiny Desk concert. But yeah, there's a guy with a cello, regular guitar, regular guitar. The girls are singing. There's a guy with some other weird instrument that he hasn't played yet. Yeah, probably one of those instruments I couldn't pronounce. Right. It looks like a, a woodwind type thing. That might be the Bellathon yeah. or the Jemby. Let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip ahead. He's about to play it, I think. Oh, no. Dancing room in here. We tried to get Leah to jump on the deck. We tried. Well, it's the rowdiest anyway. <laughs> they're talking. I'm sorry. I. I didn't pre-listen to this at all. I was looking to see if I could get, see that guy playing the cool instrument. But um, they don't have him doing it. I'll wait for him, maybe. Welcome aboard there, Agu. Uh, Thanks for getting a listen in. It's like an odd stringed instrument. Yeah. They got violins and guitars and all sorts. And that's what I liked about him. I listened to these guys for oh, a while. He's playing that little, like, you know that little twangy thing. Listen. Yeah, they, they got a great sound, and they play those twangy things. And, the little twangy uh, thing is, sounds like a mandolin. Yeah, that's it's hard playing. not to like these guys. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. But, yeah, there's a lot of, um, a lot of creativity and fun in this. And that was uh, Raising Appalachia. Yeah, but just uh, yeah, um, and that's another go good source is NPR. Um, those tiny desk yep. concerts, they have a whole oh, thing on, on on their website um, for the tiny desk concerts, and there's just a ton of them, and it's just a ton of like these artists you would have never heard of with these just really creative stuff, and you know, some of them you might just go, I can't stand this at all, and that's fine listen to them again but there's you got to go through a couple of duds to find some some really good ones um yeah and it's, like a firecracker it's worth it. i don't know what yeah um and Elise, uh has done some great yep. shows on npr and every mm -hmm. once in a while you can you can catch her during the day or at night and she brings in a lot of new music and reports back and and kind of talks there's, about um yeah their heritage and where, kind of where they evolved from and 
She does NPR a lot does with Detroit. Job, yeah, and Delisi does a lot with Detroit, and there's a lot of good music out here. Um, and that's kind of the other thing that we were talking about is some of these Detroit bands. But um, these are not necessarily Detroit bands. But this is um, your Grizzly Bear. You want to tell us something about these guys? Yeah, let's do Grizzly Bear. So Grizzly Bear is an American rock band from Brooklyn, New York, from 2002. For most of its tenure, the band has consisted of Edward Droste, um, Daniel Rosin, Chris Taylor, and Christopher Bear. The band plays both traditional electronic instruments, and their sound has been categorized as about pop, folk rock, and experimental. The band is known for their use of vocal harmony with all four members contributing to vocals and lead vocals alternating between Rosvin and Rosvin. Hmm. Yeah, this is really strong vocals with these guys. I like harmonies. Go ahead. Like I said, uh, one of their first albums was uh, Beginnings and Horn of Plenty in 2002. They had Yellow House, Back of Mist, Shields and Ruins. And, um, this, is, uh, this is yet again, and this is from the Shields album. Gotcha. This is pretty good. Yeah, you know, I often wonder, it's like, you know, a band of this talent and they don't get more airplay, you know? And it may, it may not be something you might hear, you might not hear on the radio, but, you know, Spotify opens us up to people all over the world, and that's what we're about. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not that we don't have any stock in Spotify. Do you? I don't have any stock in Spotify. No. They don't, no. Pay, they don't pay us nothing. But no. it, is, it is just an easy access to all these different things. And, you know, that's, that's how my, my kiddo ran across those three from our show last week, was through Spotify. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and it's just all sorts of good stuff out there. Yeah, this is, I don't even know if this is like a, it gives me a sort of a, a modern yes feel to it. Whereas there's, there's um, bands like Broken Bells, Possible oh, yeah. people. Um, there's some other ones out there that all have similar sounds, but I just like it because it's not overly produced. You know, yeah. kind of like. Well, you like the simple you stuff. I like the chicky vocal stuff. Here. Yeah. yeah. And I, I always appreciate simple music. I don't mind the complex. It's fun to try and pick out all the instruments in my head, but um, simple is great. Sometimes simple tells a better story, right? I agree. Isn't that what music's all about, is telling a story? I think so. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. And, you know, our podcast is just here to highlight some of these stories, and you go figure out the stories yourself. Because <laughs> we're too lazy to tell you what it is. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to fade out. <laughs> is it okay if I fade out Grizzly Bear the way you taught me to? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh wait, this is a good part. They really do have good harmonies. They do. The vocals are. It's. it's they got a good sound to them. Yeah. So you know, music like this, I don't. I don't think it would get old. You know, you could listen to this music for a long time. Yeah, and I bet you know. You said what they got like five albums. Yeah. 
something like that, pick one up. Give it a listen. Give it a listen. On YouTube. Give it a listen. Um, this is another one of yours. We're going to go through yours first because mine are kind of crap in comparison now that I think about it. <laughs> um, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry about that. Oh, wait. Um, so this is Holy Motors. This so is Holy Motors. Yeah. It's Estonia's Swirl Together Shoegaze Country R&B Psych Rock and Mirage that reflects the American dream as well as their homeland post-Soviet history. And early releases like Trust means Heavenly Creatures Running Water, their debut to forerunners like Nazi Star was apparent, but the distinctive approach, which was defined okay. by Elian Tolvez, eloquently sleepy vocals, soon made itself known. Fans started to branch out uh, on their evocative 2018 debut album Slow with Sundown with 2020's Best Lit 20 Horse. They established themselves as masters of serious yet strangely. I dig it. Yeah, I, I dig this. This is this has got something to it. Um, Again, it's kind of like you know, a little bit like the Sundays, a little well, bit like Mazzy Star. Immediately went into <coughs> to Mazzy Star. What's so the other one? Not... Holy Motors Valley. What's the one and that's uh, Sundays, and um, what's the one that's similar to the Sundays? Um, Which one am I thinking Texas? of? Texas? No, the other one. Texas. Uh, um, Sundays. Sundays. Um, just like the Sundays. Yeah, I got it. I have the album, and I got it at the tip of my tongue, and I can't read my tongue. <laughs> Tuck them up in a second. So. Yeah. Well, let's not hope it doesn't all come out. Right. Okay. It had a big lunch, man. Uh, <laughs> but this is Mazzy Star into Dust, and it's got that similar. This one's a little more complex than Mazzy, but it's that vocal. It's got that um, droning, that droning, fun vocal. Who and did the remake of uh, Velvet Underground? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm all the way around it. Um, Cowboy Junkies. Cowboy Junkies, exactly. Yep. That's what there yep. was the other one I was thinking of. Yep, and exactly. Um, I got, I think I got two or three of their albums. I love the Cowboy Junkies. Um, yeah, it says here the album also caught the ear of Brian Jonestown Master and Anton Newcomb, who collaborated with them in the studio in 2019. And performed with them at the Knox Array Festival in Switzerland during their extensive touring in support of uh, Slow Sundown. Holy Motors wrote songs for their second album in 2020, Wharf Cat Released Horse, which found the band digging deeper into their love for their classic and its music. Um, but it, it's got just a great sound. Uh, yeah. Again, it's that kick back, relax, put your feet up, read a good book, 
you know, burn a cigarette. I don't like a rusty guitar. Yeah. It's a little, it's got some kind of, like a, yeah, it's like a rusty guitar. Yeah. And I heard, you know, if you listen to the guitar, I hear the cramps. A little bit. A little bit. bit. A little bit. Um, it's got and that's one of the rock. reasons why I sent the sun. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a rock feeling to it, like, uh, trying to think uh, human fly or something like that. Yeah, it's that, 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 what type of guitar is that? Um, it's, it's got a twangy something to it. <laughs> yeah, the, the twanging yeah, I don't know what this, yeah, I don't know what it's called. It's the one that's got the thing with the stuff. Yeah. I'll let you know. And, you know, it's because we're so good at it. Yeah. I really dig this one. This is Holy Motors. This song is Valley. I think this is one of the, I think this is probably the best out of the ones that I sent you. Yeah. And I'm glad we saved that one for the last of yours. Oh, you know what's funny is, let me see here. Nope, I take that back. That rockabilly. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure out um, the style of guitar that I'm thinking of, but um well, it's just how things happen around here. We, we try to think of something and, you know. That's not yeah. how it works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> but it's conversation from our time. Um, right. What else do we got? What else we got in store for this uh, lovely podcast? I found these guys um, in my traipsing around. band called The Nearly Deads. Yeah. Is this some? Did you send me these at one time? I don't think so. A song called "My Evil Ways" by the Nearly Deads, and this is definitely not my type of music, per se. But there was something about this that just really—I thought one, you might like, and two, like it's kind of digging. Where does this just take you? You know, it's, a, it's a little bit punk rock, a little bit rock. Yeah, it's, it's like a crossover, something in the middle of. It, there's nothing it's really kind of like a, a garbage, maybe. Yeah, it's not like super unique, but it's got a certain catchiness to it. The drummer's excellent. I think. Yeah, I'm kind of digging it. Yeah, and like I said, this is the nearly dead song is My Evil Ways, and they, this is a uh, song has been around six years or so, um, trying to see what this says, there's really nothing specific on here that tells me anything more about them, but it's, I mean, I wanted to share this one with you because I thought, hey, she's got a cool voice. Yeah, when did this come out? 2016. Okay, this is fairly new. Yeah, fairly new. Ish. I'm gonna fade this out the way you're talking. Um, but that, yeah, I kind of did that. Was, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, we could go from that to. 
And what was the name oh, of that band? The Nearly Deads. I have to write that down. Nearly Dead. I'm always D-E-A-D-S. interested in how these people come up with uh, the names of their band. So, oh, The I Nearly Dead is an American alternative rock band from Nashville, Tennessee, formed 2010. The band consists of Teresa Jean, Stephen Toby, Kevin Kolish, Xavier Garza Jr., and Josh Peroni. Their self, excuse me, their self-titled debut EP, The Nearly Deads, was released 2011. They signed with Standby Records 2013 to release their new second EP, Survival Guide, released on August 20th, the same year. Their first full-length album, Invisible Tonight, was released on June 24, 2014. And that song we listened to was from 16. Gotcha. So, a little bit later. Um, yeah, they're pretty cool. This is um, this is quirky. Uh, I skipped the first minute and a half of it because it was like too slow and really just kind of weird, but weird, yeah. interesting. But I didn't want to spend a lot of time on that part on the show, so I skipped ahead to where it kind of kicks in. And this is a gal called Frankie Cosmos. Yeah. Our, have you heard of her? I have a cousin named Frankie Cosmos. Well, she I'm may have kidding. a song. She may <laughs> have a song out called "Empty Head." And it, when when I heard this, I'm like, "There's just something to it." I like the sound of her voice. Yeah, exactly. I thought her voice was pretty, and the guitars are simple and easy. Some GP man 45. GP man 45. Dig it. Green um, man. Something like that. But this Frankie Cosmos is like a younger kid. Not she might be in her 20s something. And just it's um that very indie feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Think of who's, her voice kind of reminds me of Natalie Merchant early. Yeah, a little bit. Let me see. A little bit. Run ups on it. Um, oh, here we go. So, uh, her real name, Greta Simone Klein, born March 21st, 1994, formerly known by the stage name Frankie Cosmo. An American musician and singer songwriter. She's known for her independent releases. Inspired by Frank O'Hara's poetry, UII ethics of K Records in the early 2000s, New York City's anti-folk scene. She is the daughter of actors Kevin Klein and Phoebe Cates. Boy, I think we know both no of those. Yeah. yeah, her former stage name, Frankie Cosmos, is now the name of her band. Interesting. Well, this is, the song is Empty Head. And yep. That was the part in the middle that I played. That was the little fun part. And it is. It's it's got the beginning and the end is kind of melodic like this. Because her father is a German Jewish and Irish descent. Her mother was or has Russian, Jewish, Chinese, Filipino ancestry. She has one older brother, Owen Klein, who was an actor and filmmaker. Well, she, she's got uh, <coughs> excuse me, some skills. It just, yeah. I, I saw this and I, I thought, oh, this is interesting. And as I heard it, I'm like, this is pretty cool. 
right, so that's her, enough of empty head. Yeah, her studio albums are Zentrophy or Zentropy. Zentropy. Next thing, Vessel, Close, Close It Quietly, and Inner World Peace. Right. You think this is cute? You think he's bitching? Is that it? Let me tell you something. Look at him. He's a bum. It's a you want to see something funny? You go visit John Bender in five years. You'll see how goddamn funny he is. Yeah, that's how funny he is. Yeah, who's your character um, on The Breakfast Club? Who's my character? Yeah, who would you who would who would you be if you had to pick a character? Who would I identify with the most? <laughs> Probably Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy? Okay, I'll give you yeah. that. I was I was going who was um who was the blonde-haired kid that actually wrote the end of the the who wrote um Oh, um Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, I thought maybe that might be your first pick. <laughs> no, as creative as that was, and as dorky as he is, and I am, um, I'm more of the. It, it 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 doesn't show in this broadcast or any of the podcasts we've ever done, but uh, I'm much more of an introvert on that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. I think I'm, I'm. I might be borderline uh, Bender and Ali Sheedy, <laughs> somewhere in between there. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Um, I'll be a blend. So I came up with, I came across this, and I only listened to the first thirty seconds of it because it was like, oh my gosh, this is really cool ish. Maybe I don't know. Um, but what I was what looking rip, for, rip. I was looking for um, another movie drop to throw into the show, and yeah. the the verbiage that I came up with gave me this. And it was a song, and it it starts off the first forty five seconds, which I've skipped, is uh, the scene in uh, the Terminator movie, the first one, where they're yeah. in the car just after the Terminator tries to get her, and uh, the guy, you know, lets her in on the fact that you know it's out there and it will not stop. Right, that right. Scene? Yeah, it starts with that, and then it just starts kicking into here. Listen to the music. Starts echoing. Right, right. And I gotta think this might have been like I, I don't even know what this. It's pretty awkward. Yeah, it's like uh, the song is "Humans Are Such Easy Prey." And it's definitely got that uh, futuristic, um, the world is doomed kind of feeling to it. You know what I mean? That electronic. Right, uh, right. Um, and the, the band is uh, Pertubator, P-E-R-T-U-B-A-T-O-R. All right. Um, but I just, I saw that and I'm like, because oh. I was looking for the, the, the quote from the movie Hellraiser where the guy says humans are such easy prey or maybe oh I was looking for the wrong it's not in Hellraiser it's in uh, um, 
not they live. It's uh, another one of those weird ones. Yeah, this is I think by the same. Deep. I think by the same guy who did uh, Hellraiser. Um, it'll come to me later. It always does. This reminds me. I was. Uh, we were. I was a kid. I was probably fourteen. My buddy was sixteen. He since moved away, but we jumped into his uh, Chevrolet Chevette that was uh, oh, yeah. uh, horse green with beige interior, four-door hatchback. We drove to 12 Oaks to go uh, kind of just whatever, do whatever kids do when you're 16 in a mall. And right. you're stumbling through this music. And for some reason, um, this, and this was way before electronic music. I'm talking, this is 1986 probably maybe 85 okay um it was this album i stumbled upon called uh by the name of the band is tamata and this reminds me of tamata this is a japanese electronic okay. guy that was making this music years ago and it sounded just like this huh i was thinking when See? i first heard this it was a little bit more um... right here this was the name. Okay, so you gotta put this in. So, um, the name of the name of the guy, our name of the musician is Tomita. So T O M I T A. Snowflakes are dancing. This is the exact yep. album I bought. I have no idea what it sounds like, but I remember for some reason I bought it. I, I don't even know huh. why. Yeah. So Snowflakes when I heard it, it's queuing up right now. But when I heard. All right. um, when I heard that song, I was just playing by the, the other one, not this Tom the guy yet. But when I first heard it, I was thinking of, um, remember the movie Thief? I remember the name. I don't know if I ever saw it. Tangerine Dream did the, um, was it Pinhead? No, you're right, Billy D. Um, I was thinking of, um, Billy D was trying to give me the, the movie, and it's um, From Beyond. The movie was from Beyond. Beyond. And it, it, oh, just one of those really crappy, stupid movies yeah. from the early 80s, um, semi horror. Um, yeah. <laughs> Billy D says, Was there a half naked girl on the cover of the album? Is that why you bought it? Yeah. Eric? Eric? Um, you know what? There, I mean, there's a dude on the, on the front of the cover, but. Yeah. Don't even ask me why I bought this, why I remember it. But this was like when I was like 14, 15 years old at a mall, in a music store. And for some reason, I thought this was cool. And I don't even listen to this music. This is interesting. Yeah, you can but probably it's turn it off. definitely not this. That's a little different than this. This was like the beginning of electronic music. And this guy's from the late 60s. He's been around yeah. for a while. All right. Yeah, this is uh, Tomata again. And this is a little wacky. It is. It's, it's out there. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense to me. But well, for some reason, release date was 1974. So I picked it up about 10 years later. It, it's just You're right, Billy D. This is about, a little weird yeah. for us. Yeah, we can go ahead and uh, nix that. I'm going to fade it out the way you taught me. So I'm going to play something for you. 
and you're going to go, I'm going to ask you to guess the name of the band. And when I tell you the name of the band, you're going to go, under no circumstances would I have ever guessed it was this band. All right, let it rip. Um, they're doing a cover of a Texas song from one of the more recent Texas albums. Yeah. So this is, they did a really good vocal attribution to the, the girls from Texas. They really played this well, but there's that drum beat in the background that should tell you something. Man, this is all over the place, you know? This is a, an album, Wu-Tang Meets Rhythm and Blues. Wu-Tang Clan? And it's, it's the Wu-Tang Clan no meets Rhythm and Blues. And I listened to, uh, I listened to, I listened to, I listened to, no, I'm just, I'm signing stuff. What are you listening This is Wu-Tang. <laughs> so what are you listening to to pick up Wu-Tang playing this music? Well, my account for YouTube gets used on this computer at home by the kids and my wife. And Eggs. So I knew it was a story this behind it. completely eclectic, but this is... This is the original... What I keep hearing when I get that feeling, that sexual feel, that's what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah, it's not that. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. That's not how any of this works, Eric. Um, well, it's um, 9.30. Yeah, I've played all the music that I was going to play. Yeah. Um, wonderful. Bravo. Apparently, it was that. wonderful. It was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I Thanks, everybody, really for it. Was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It's Saturday, November 1st. It's Saturday, November 1st. I'm talking in my sleep. We'll go out to uh, some six and sevens. Yeah. Close it out with that. We are broadcasting from just outside of Detroit, Rock City. <laughs> you guys haven't been here yet. No reason to come here, but if you have to come here, it's not a bad city. It's been a nice place. Just don't this park is, uh, in the town. parking lots illegally. Right, yeah, because that'll cost you 350 bucks. <laughs> I should know. Um, this is the Six and the Sevens, local Detroit band. The song is... Please come home. You know, I'd like to get some music uh, from your brother's new band. Which new band is that? The one that we were listening to at um, oh, that's the right. Comet or whatever it was. Yeah, he hasn't talked to me much about that one. I don't know what they're doing. No, he doesn't like um, you. No, why would he like me? I'm an asshole. I don't know. I like you. You're all right. Well, you're weird. <laughs> I am. 
Um, Why we get along? Yeah, our next show is going to be in about a week. Same time, same place, same whatever. Time zone. Right. I don't know if your brother can do Wu-Tang Clan. That He's kind of a singer-songwriter. He's kind of blues, rock, whatever. More, more bluesy, rocky, bluesy. If you're listening to this song, it's kind of what his bands are about. You know? Yeah. Organs. Uh, well, and yeah, the, the B3 Hammond organ they used to use a lot. This um, yeah, this is the the, the one that I forgot. This is the one that's a duet. There's going to be this little interlude here for a second, um, but then the girl comes and sings, and she's got a stellar voice. Again, this is a band called Six and the Sevens. You can find them online. You find them on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, there are. Oh, um, that'd be great. Yes, they are. I don't know if all their songs are on there, but I've certainly found them on there. I found a number of them on YouTube, so, um, and I try and listen to the song all the way through so they get credit for it. I don't know, there's no commercials on them, so, you know, Not yet. They, yeah, I don't know if they get we got we got to get your uh, kids uh, into making our show some money. Yeah, we're going to work on that, uh, get them off their little rectums and get us on one of that tactic thing, or t- yeah. tickle talker. Ticky talk, talk, ticky talk. Tick, the tickler talk and uh yeah. what's the other one the, the instagram TikTok, insta whatsapp instagram keys, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know yeah, only me or only you only something mm. i don't like, too old for this stuff i thought the only thing was like a nudie people thing i think i'm gonna get into woodworking that's my style you should i'll make you Less a nice music table. for you <laughs> All right. Um, well, Pornhub is nice too when you when you gotta take care of things. Um, I guess. Let's wrap this thing up. Thanks for listening, is, everybody. What's Pornhub? Um, about? To, uh, is D. that the is that the religious one? Um, I think yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, and we'll see you guys next week, Thursday, eight thirty, same time. Unless I maybe please lie. come home. Yeah. yeah.